the Podfix Network. Hello. Special Xmas uh, New Year's Eve. It's not New Year's Eve. 2021 edition of the Filmmakers Podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Thank you very much. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, this is uh, our annual thing we do now, just because we do. It's our quiz mixed in with fun and frolics and information on filmmaking. Who knows? <laughs> Generally uh, not. So, <laughs> There'll be light on that, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a big lie there somewhere. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> I think the frolicking we can agree is probably probably going to happen. <laughs> Fun, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Puns, possibly. Um. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you all so much for listening this year. You have been amazing. It has been an incredible year, especially in lockdown, and we've gone from strength to strength on the podcast. Uh, so thank you. So joining us on the podcast today for this very special edition is cinematographer Andrew Roger. Hello, buddy. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm just winding down for Christmas. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Have you got your tree up? Yep. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, some of Andy's credits include Plebs, Borderline, The Dare, World of Darkness, Arthur and Million, Knights of Camelot, uh, Stay Close uh, for Netflix, and Three Day Millionaire, and a secret project that he's recently shot. Yay! Yay! Also joining us is the fantastic producer and director, Dom Lenoir. Oh, hello, Yay! Dom. Hi, Giles. Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm pretty good now. I've just, just survived COVID, so a couple of days out of isolation. Congratulations. Um, but very, very pleased to be out the other side and looking forward to yes, Christmas. Yes, I'm very pleased. Um, Dom is a director and producer, as I've mentioned. He's completed three feature films before the age of 30. Winter Ridge was his latest one uh, as director, by the way. Uh, and he produced his own theatrical release with that film. And he also produced the movies I Love My Mum, When the Screaming Starts and Soundtrack to 16. He's currently producing two other movies right now. Dom Lenoir, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Next up, we have Matthew Butler-Hart. He's a director, oh, writer, and a producer. Hello, buddy. Hello. Sorry, a little bit early there. How you doing? You all right? <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You've got a very lovely Christmas jumper on. Die Hard Nakasami Plaza Christmas Party. Yes. That's really Can't cool. It's like a mixture, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Matt has directed, written, and or produced Miss In Her Teens, Two Down, The Isle, Infinitum, Subject Unknown. He also produced Real uh, and his book, Full to the Brim with Fizz, Ginger, and First Determination. Hey. A modern guide to independent filmmaking. Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, this book is brilliant, by the way. Uh, it really is fantastic for any filmmakers. Do get it. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's fantastic. And Giles is in it as well, which is fun. But that, don't let that put you off. So <laughs> um, <laughs> modest. modest. There's better people than me in it. Also joining us is Phil Hawkins. Hello, buddy. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very yeah? Christmassy. Yeah, he's got a little tree behind him. He's got E.T. there that feels like he's... Even though he's not Christmassy. Is E.T. a Christmas movie? Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. 
I'd call it. I call it. Well, I, I call it Christmas because I watch every Christmas. Phil has directed the movies The Butterfly Tattoo, Being Sold, which he shot in two days, The Last Showing, which stars Emily Barrington, and the fantastic Robert England, uh, and also for Warriors uh, and his fan film Star Wars Origins, uh, which has just gone over. Two million views on YouTube now? Almost. Right, well, almost, almost two million views. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, he <laughs> makes many, many adverts, and he is not in Romania right now, but he has been in Romania on his latest jolly, his jaunt. I don't yes. think he's been announced yet. No, no, I'm in that thing where I can't say much, but I will, and it'll be great when I can. But basically, <laughs> that's why I'm squeezing in all the Christmas, because I'm back for a few weeks with my family, and then I disappear for months, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm here filling it to the brim amazing amazing also joining us is lucinda rose tucker hello hiya you all right you're all right yeah lucinda is producer. are you a christmas person lucinda <laughs> yes i am giles i'm a christmas person the tree's up there's yeah. there's lights all around the house so we've got open fire burning lucinda is the producer of the feature films robin hood the rebellion repeat three day millionaire Woohoo! When the screaming starts, Arthur and Merlin Knights of Camelot behind the line. Uh, recent, re- recently, and recently finished principal photography on Wolves of War. And Code of Silence is out now. And uh, she also produced Confession, which stars Cole Meany and Stephen Wire, which Andrew Roger DOP'd. And that is out on January the 3rd. Yay! Welcome, Lucinda! Thank you very much! And also, welcome to the first time for our Christmas special. It is our new editor, our new editor-in-chief, our uh, associate producer, and all-round brilliant guy. He's also a writer, producer, and uh, director in his own way. It's ET, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) This is going back, that was Giles not being able to, like, because he hates short films, we discovered this. So this is him, like, he couldn't quite say director because he'd only directed the short. Yeah. That's what it is. He can't say. He can't. Toby has uh, directed many short films. Uh, he also teaches um, Which John doesn't care about. No. <laughs> uh, one of the biggest youth theatres in Austria. It is the fantastic Tobias V's, everyone! Hello, hello. Uh, do you have Christmas in Austria or do no, they not no, allow you to do anything? No, we don't have Christmas in Austria. Yeah, yeah, we have, yeah, yeah. We have Christmas and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we actually celebrate Christmas on the 24th of December, which you yes. guys, I think, don't, right? The 25th. Yeah. 25th, yeah. We, we do actually celebrate it the day before. I don't know why. Yeah. We celebrate it from about September in the shops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in some places, all year round. I think you go in Stratford, there's a Christmas shop, isn't there? And all year round, it sells Christmas. Blasphemy. Things. It's worth going in in the summer. <laughs> and also joining us is the fantastic actress, uh, producer, and writer. It is Tori Butler-Hart. Yay! <laughs> Woohoo! Hello. Hello, Giles. How are you? Very good. Very good. Now, we know that you're Christmassy, because Matt just said. Um, but you were also, just to I'm, run down a couple of your credits. I'm well, less oh, Christmassy. Uh, are you? If I'm honest, yeah. I hate You've got a Christmas t-shirt really? on. <laughs> I kind of hate it. You've got a green t-shirt. Oh, oh, no. Oh, we got, we got yes. Scrooge, everyone. I should have. Half what the house is really Christmassy. Half is just dark and cold. And- yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, I, I love the build-up to Christmas. Um, yes. As long as it doesn't start in September. Like, mm. you know, 1st of December, that. fine. And I'll, you know, I'll have a lovely time doing some crafting up until, mm-hmm. up until just before. And then, I don't know... Christmas Day, it was a bit of a letdown, I feel. Maybe that's just me. Um, like to bring the vibe it's, you know, it's like I'm always over too yeah. quick, Christmas Day, isn't it? It does, and then it's like, you know, 
I mean, I quite enjoyed Boxing Day, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so you like Christmas then? No, just the day. Right. Did you get bad presents as a child? No, I mean, I'm an only child, so I was spoiled. You got all the presents. I got all the presents. Yeah. How do you not like it? Well, what, is this, do you have to give? Is that the thing? Yeah. You have to give presents. <laughs> the fact that I have to part with money, Giles. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, to top it off, our boiler broke yesterday, so it is oh. absolutely freezing in here. So, and you're blaming Christmas for yeah. that? Yes, I am. Yes, fair enough. Sadly, Father Christmas. Because it doesn't break in the summer, does it? No. No, it, they often don't. But guys, seeing though your house is like a filming location, right, from, from you know, the last film, like tax deductible, just put a boiler in, you know? Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They, in fact, that's a perfect segue to uh, mention your credits, which is Infinitum Subject Unknown, which you did shoot in your house, uh, which is out now, as is The Isle and Two Down and Missing Her Team. Tori also produced Real as well, which was uh, a bit nominated last year. It was. Certainly long yeah. listed. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, welcome. This is our team. Hello, everyone. Let's start with the first quiz question. Andrew. Whoa. It is you. I'm glad you've asked me. <laughs> now, you might recognise this question from last year, but it's subtly different. Okay. So this is the thing. Oh, wait, before we get there, I have to run I have to run down the rules. Right, okay. So what we're doing today, everyone. Well, there's not really rules, but some sort of rundown. What we're going to do is in between quiz questions, and we're all going to ask two quiz questions each, all the hosts, and then we're going to top up the scores at the end to see who's the winner. Now, I do have to mention last year's winner was Ian Sharp. He can't be here today because he is filming right now his latest feature film. Um, and neither can Dan Richardson or Robbie McCain. They're not here either. But Ian was the winner last year. He was in a head-to-head tie with Phil Hawkins, and Phil was very disappointed he lost. So he has to make up for no. this year and try yeah. and win so that's the plan it's a fun quiz there is a prize for the winner oh. i don't know what it is yet no. but there is a prize i am i am involved in the quiz as well i can win so i can also win the prize so if i win i'll make it's it a really good prize uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in between that in between the quiz questions we will be doing some chatter about filmmaking uh some questions about what we felt about the year about the state of the industry at the moment and moving forward and anything that might help you are most likely probably will not but either way <laughs> this is us doing our christmas quiz that most of you will skip past anyway <laughs> i think people are here for the quiz giles i'm I here for the quiz so yeah. to be fair i'm here last, for the quiz <laughs> last year's quiz was actually really popular it did really really well we did a two-part i think it was <laughs> The numbers on it were ridiculous. So anyway, so you obviously wanted it. So we're giving you it again. Gluttons for punishments. Right, Andrew Roger, you're first. Good, now I finished the question. Great. Former Star Trek actor Colin Meany stars in the upcoming crime thriller Confession, released in uh, January the... Th- January the 3rd. Third. January the 3rd. It's we, really we not hard. It it's the first Monday in 2022. <laughs> Which Andrew did shoot. But, well, and I wasn't going to mention. Produced by... Lucinda Rose Tucker, of course. Also, 3D Millionaire, which was... Uh, yes. Produced, produced by, by... We've already had that plug. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have <laughs> <laughs> our own films with the first quiz question. Should we make all the quiz questions about our own films? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Andrew is. <laughs> is. It wouldn't last very long, would it? Take away here. <laughs> Take away here. <laughs> the shortest quiz. Colin Meany. Colin Meany. You've all seen him. Right, Colin Meany. Yes, he does star in 3D Millionaire. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Confessions and out on the 3rd of January. And um, Confessions. Which... Yeah. In which Christmas movie 
Did he play a pilot? Oh, yes. Right? Yes, I know this. I do know this. I know this. Don't yes. Google it, John. I've got one right already. Yes. Phil's face. Oh, how the mouth Phil knows fallen. everything. I, d- I don't know that one. Uh, Podcast listeners well. give me like a decade. Advice. No. <laughs> I don't know. You can have okay. a, you can maybe have a clue later. I'm just happy I've got I one I think the right. clue is if I gave it the de- decade, it would make it very easy. Andy, uh, uh, second question. Second question. Um, which Giles Alderson movie? Stop it. <laughs> uh, no one's going to know this. <laughs> no, not even me. But Giles, mate. Does cinematographer Andrew Roger? Serious? He's gone to your own IMDb page. Right? How can I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> What can I promote? Which shows up? Does does do I play a cameo role? Oh, uh, no. see, it wasn't that hard in the end, was it? Hang it wasn't that hard but in the end. Is it how? one that I have directed, or is that? I just assume not. if you're involved in a movie, that it's your movie. Just generally, so, my movie, right? Yeah. That could be a trick. I don't know I mean, say anything. I don't know the answer because there's, there's a couple. Really? Actually, depends whether like I, I, is this like a released film or is this a trick question? Like, <laughs> no, that's, no, Phil, you I can't. You can't. It's a feature film. It's a feature questions. film. It's a feature film, right? Does that help you, Josh? Feature film. It's released. It's released, right? Yeah, yeah I think I know yeah. the one you yeah. mean now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've, I'm two for two now. Thanks, Andy, for joining us. <laughs> 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 this is rigged. What day is Charles Olsen's birthday? <laughs> right, you've now all looking at my IMDb again. Let me get. He's he not credited on IMDb for this, not by yet. the way. He's not credited not on yet. it. Not yet. <laughs> will be after this. All the fans will be rushing to put it on there. <laughs> Tidbit quiz for you. The bottom. Did you know? <laughs> so right, let's move on to our first topic of debate, which is film of the year. So let's go into our films of the year. Let's whip around them really quickly just to see what we thought, what 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 really tickled our fancy in year 2021. Lucy in the Road to Tackle, let's start with you. Okay, we're going to go West Side Story, all right? But I'd also like to see Encounter. Yeah, I've seen it. Oh. Listen, I'm a musical kid. I love. I can't Ooh. wait to see it. Yeah, I was going to say West Side Story. I want to see it. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. It was wonderful. And my dad wanted to, you know, just skip it and not see it at all because he's he loves the um, the first yeah, version. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I can't wait. I think Spielberg's a master. I love yeah. what he does mo- with his moving masters. It's very inspiring for me, and I think it is for you, Phil, as well, massively. But yeah. I, I mean, just uh, and Matt, yeah, you mentioned it in the past as well. I love how he does the moving masters. Does he do it in West Side? Yeah, yeah, it's it's West out of this world. I mean, it's yeah. The best of the best performance performers in the world. The best behind the scenes I saw from that was uh, him on his iPhone planning a shot, uh, sat on like a wheelie chair, and someone like dollying him across a room. Seriously, <laughs> this this guy like Spielberg holding an iPhone and like tracking past people with the, this genuine glee and enthusiasm on some like computer chair. It was great. Oh, it's like wow. Steven Spielberg oh, making a student movie. <laughs> <laughs> so have you good. seen it yet, Phil? Have you? No, I'm dying to see cinema? it. Um, I can't no, wait. I'm, I'm dying is to it see a, it. Is it a cinema a movie? I imagine I'm it's a cinema, cinema movie. Cinema. Yeah. Oh, you've got to see yeah. it in the big screen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's hope we don't get locked down and we can all go see it over yeah. this break. Exactly. Toby, let's go with you, buddy. What's your film of the year? My favourite film was The Father. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, 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 hang on, hang on. Can he I just make, can I be year. really yeah, anal and just was, interrupt here? in Austria this no, year. No, this has oh, to be, no, this has to be the Oscar year. Like, we're filmmakers. Yeah, I, I literally watched it in summer, I think. 
in here. So, but yeah, if, if that doesn't count, then I go with either the beta test or the last duel. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. The, yeah. be, the beta test, beta the beta test, test was, yeah. beta was, test. was brilliant, beta wasn't it? Jim yes. Cummings. That, that last duel in the last duel was phenomenal. Was, yeah. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like Ridley Scott at his best. Yes. Camera work, choreography, tension. It was just brilliant. Yeah. Dom, what's yours? It's a tough one. It's a very, very tough one. I would say I liked No Time to Die just because mm. I, it rounded off oh. Casino Royale was one of my favorite bonds ever like because it took the bond and then it added in this realism and incredible action and stunts uh, and, and a kind of a romantic arc uh, that i thought was really interesting and it kind of finished that off with this and i just thought it was brilliant filmmaking but if i had to go with a second it no, would probably be no the... i wasn't allowed a second no, 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 yeah, i mean come on so, we're going we're through all the films up. i've still got to should have said it first dom and then you no. could have built to it <laughs> Runner up is The Harder They Fall because I just thought that was a, a really original, yes, interesting okay. take on a Western. I just thought it was fantastic characters, really enjoyable, entertaining, well shot. Uh, yeah, great, great movie. I didn't Love like it. it at all. Well, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to as well. I really wanted to like I it. Liked yes. it. I liked it. I wanted yeah. to like it as well, Phil. Yeah. I was in the middle. I was. I love bits of it, but there was other bits uh, I just. I enjoyed didn't it. Connect I enjoyed it. Totally. But, I, uh, but I'm there with No Time to Die, Dom. I'm there. Yeah, I mean, was No Time yeah. to Die, amazing. Yeah, no, I had a little sleep in No Time to Die. It was too long. It was too long. It, it was long. No, you sleep at Christmas. It's emotional. I needed a nap. And I, and I took one. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> like people said that. You're not going to like it. Fair enough. It's a long movie, but it's beautifully well made. Uh, Tori, let's go to you. Um, what was your favourite movie? No time to die. <laughs> 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 the first half, anyway. Was just waiting, like, what did I stay awake through? Uh, Infinite subject <laughs> unknown. <laughs> no, she's not you, Giles. <laughs> no, you know what? I've gone, I've gone a little bit more indie. Um, so my, uh, my runner-up is Pirates by Reggie Yates. It was amazing. I tried oh, to get him on the podcast. Great. I'm going to try um, some more next year. Uh, I just think the three performances, the three central performances by the by the guys are just it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, there's this brilliant, brilliant scene where they're, uh, it's so simple, they're all in the car together and they're all singing along to, I, I don't know if, how many of you guys have seen it, um, but they're all singing along uh, to this song and it's just like, it's just, it's just, it's just feel good. It's great. It's great. Brilliant. So that was your runner-up. That was my runner-up, which I managed <laughs> to sneak in there. Um, yeah. My, I think, I think my favourite film of this year was Oxygen. With, oh, I'm not sure yeah, how many people have seen it. With no. um, yeah, Melanie uh, Laurent. Laurent, Melanie. Um, Laurent, yeah, it's it's literally it's her on her own. Um, it's a bit of sci-fi. Um, Massive sci-fi. Well, I seem like it's it's all. It's all. It, no, <laughs> it's it's. It is a sci-fi oh, film. Oh, yeah. No, but it's, it's small in its, oh, in its in its scope. In that it's just it's her on her own. Yeah, it's definitely it's worth it's a watch. Kind of, uh, what's the the Ryan Reynolds? Uh, no, do I mean Ryan Reynolds when he's buried alive? Buried. Buried. Yeah, it's basically that, yeah. but sci-fi. Yeah. Oh. That sounds great. I've never it's, heard of it. That it's very, great. very, very good. Is it on a streamer or is it? Yeah, it's Netflix. It? We watched it. Oh, is it Netflix? Oh, right. it's, a Netflix. Right. it's a Netflix original, wow. I think. Oh, thank you. Phil, what's yours? June. 
Yeah, yes. 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 Of course, he would say that. Yeah, of course, you know. I obviously had a list. So I'll go. You know, June obviously amazing, just absolutely phenomenal filmmaking, and yeah. you know could have been talking about long films. I mean, it's same with um, Blade Runner, you know, twenty forty nine. Like that film could have been two hours, even two hours longer, and I just would have been in that world and immersed. Mm. And um, I came out <laughs> bizarrely disappointed that it ended. I came out annoyed. <laughs> and I was like, why yeah, am I annoyed? What, I, that was but the good stunning. news is the good news is there's a sequel, July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh oh, no, that's, really, July. that's terrible. Oh. That's like you might as well go down Dude, with Dom God. and his yeah. puns. Andrew Roger, what about you? But it's one of your own ones, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worries me that he has to IMDB his own I've already made two films I mean, this year, just... so I won't choose from those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay, first one. First one isn't didn't come out this year, but it's my runner up, so that's fine, right? That's fine. Okay. All right, um, yeah. It's it's a Queen and Slim, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Incredible movie. Um, and then the White Tiger. Mm. Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, White Tiger was great. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Damn it. Yeah. A couple of solid movies. Yeah. 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 Really good shout. Good shout. Um, yeah. Oh, no. Very very good. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, I think we all agreed with the White Tiger there for sure. That's fantastic. Uh, Matt, I'll come to you in a second. Mine, I like June as well. I thought June was spectacular. I think it's because the first time I've been back in a cinema for a long, long time. I like Malcolm and Marie. I thought it was really interesting. Fascinantly well made. They're made in lockdown um, with Zendaya. Tick, tick, boom recently. Uh, I think... Although I think my film of the year whoa, is going. You, you were criticizing like giving already, a couple right? of names. You, you've like three, three. I, I, I one never rule said for everyone else. One rule for Giles. I, I, I never like, said you could. I might be prime minister. I never said you could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Saint Maud, I think. Mm. I just, that was I fun, think yeah. as yeah. an indie film as well. This, again, that was yeah. last uh, last I, season, but it was definitely on. last year. Yeah, not when I watched it. Do you look at the list of like award season, Giles? That ends in like Oscar season and around February. You know, Dom. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. It was a brilliant film, though. It was a brilliant yeah, film. It was absolutely right. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I enjoyed watching yours? it last year. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed watching it last year. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched uh, a film called Home Alone. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, w- I was going to do June. Dune. Uh, I think I'm still on Arrakis, but it's been chatted about. It's just, uh, so I'm going to go a little bit smaller. Uh, a, a film called The Power by Corinna Faith. Yeah. So okay. a little bit St. Maudy. Um, mm. But like 1974, uh, during the blackouts, you know, all the minor strikes, and it's a young nurse in a hospital where stuff goes down. So it's kind of horry. Well, it oh, is yeah. horry. Um, but like, you know, there's, there's, there's layers, there's layers to it. It's just good. And like his debut film. It's, re- it's really, really good. All right, moving on to our second quiz question. It is me on the circle of Zoom here. So because of that, I will go with my first question. Pen's ready. Here we go. Which actor got his big break playing a lonely schoolboy in About a Boy? Uh... Oh, oh, I might, might know it. might know it. Phil knows it. He's got confidence written all over that face. Yeah, it's a bit of swagger as well, I'm going to say. There you go. All right, that's, that's that question. We'll come back to that. I think Lucinda knew that one, didn't you, Lucinda? Well, I hope so. I had clients in it but oh. i'll probably get it wrong now did you produce it as well <laughs> no. No. that was far okay. too young darling all right my, my second question is if 60 percent of our listenership our podcast listenership filmmakers podcast listenership comes from apple how much percentage is from spotify i will give you a point if you're 
3% either side. What? Can you give us an A, B, or C? No. Oh, I could okay. do. So hang on. So 60% well, from Apple, did you say? The 60% listship comes from Apple. How much is from Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Yeah. It's Spotify, isn't it? So well, there's, other, th- there's other ways. Well, exactly. Can... And there's the other ways. So maybe you can tell us, Charles. There are many other ways you can listen. You can listen on Apple. Uh, on Apple. You can listen on Google Play. You can listen on Podbean. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can listen on Tart FM. <laughs> Oh, fuck knows. Wherever I can get the fucking okay. podcast. No, that was good. Tr- okay, cool. Thanks. Got it, Thanks. I've got it. So, yeah, I've got it. so there is other places. In fact, I can give you the percentage of some of the others if that helps. I'll do that later if you're struggling. Do that, later, do that later, yeah. I'll do that later. Let's move on to our second topic then. So how do we feel the industry has been this year? Let's go deep. Let's go mm-hmm. straight in. For We've all been in and around making movies this year, um, whether it's short films, whether it's <laughs> whether it's <laughs> I'm just, this is, I mean it. Tobias, I love short films. If all you've done is a short film, film, says Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, unquote. Charles, didn't you do a talk recently, like, uh, about going from short to features? The short film, we should let them know that he's a bloody traitor. just make a feature. It was, yeah, it was from short to feature. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, just make a feature. I just, you know, don't do it. Don't make short, make features. started off with just stop. Just yes, what do you think the industry this year? I think it's been a fascinating year in 2021 for filmmakers. I think a lot of stuff has got made, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that we couldn't find crew a lot of the time because so many things have been made. Netflix was signing up crew, grips and gaffers. Stealing, stealing sparks, crew from stealing other jobs crew as well. Going, yeah, we're going to give you twice as much. Come over here. Yeah. And that became a bit of a problem for us. But just generally, in, in, you know, just talk about the industry. We all have made films this year, and I think that'd be really nice to talk about. Phil, let's start with you about how you feel about the industry at the moment and the fact that you are about to make your film now and how difficult it has been this year and the year before as well. But it'd be interesting to talk about. Yeah, I mean, mainly this year for me has been kind of commercials, really, which has been, you know, very, very healthy and great. Like, I've probably had one of my busiest years ever, which is kind of bizarre when you look on paper you know about <laughs> the challenges everything going on um mm-hmm. but you know I, I did some really cool interesting work this year mainly because i made a short giles uh that people <laughs> liked uh, uh, well no no actually well that short led to some more interesting kind of commercials work that was kind of you know, more drama-based kind of like mini-series style commercial stuff. So I was out in Bulgaria doing a thing, which like a superhero like origin story that I did a little film, kind of Magic the Gathering and things. So, you know, so the commercial work was really interesting. So yeah, so I, I was, I've, I've been stupid busy, uh, very aware of people that haven't been and stuff. Um, and, but for me, it just kind of all rolled on and I blinked and suddenly we're here. Maybe it's just because I got my head down because, you know, first lockdown and all that stuff happened. I was like, oh my God, now I need to figure out what I'm going to do in my life because <laughs> we can't make films anymore uh and then uh, i think i went into overdrive uh to <laughs> to you know provide for my family so it kind of snowballed from that mm-hmm. and you know going into this film i think i sort of felt safe or or uh, very positive that i knew a film was at the end of the year because it was always had to be shot at the end of the year um and i and i got the, this job for this film literally this time last year probably to the day so i kind of knew it was already on the cards um so i've been basically working on that so it's kind of been it's nice for me i'm sorry <laughs> um but um but yeah i'm probably one of the one of those people that have been stealing crew <laughs> or trying to get a hold of crew yes but we'd say that the industry is is doing well 
right? We'd say the British filmmaking industry and TV making industry at the moment is doing well. How have you found it, Andy, in the industry this year? You've made quite a few features this year. Uh, you've met, you've named most of them already. <laughs> I barely started, John. I barely started. Um, yeah, like, th yeah, no, no, not bad. Like, last year was terrible, obviously, for everyone. Um, same, I was looking at other things I could do with my life. Wasn't sure I'd ever get on set again. But yeah, this year's been very good. I've been quite lucky. It's probably been my busiest year for a long time. Why, why do you think that is? I think it's a combination of there not being anything made for nearly a year and you know all those projects backing up but also i wonder if people have been stuck at home in lockdown and they'd sort of thought right i've got this project i'm going to put together or they're writing or they're using development time so when when we got back onto set again suddenly there's a slew of projects and things that need to be shot and and a, a bigger demand for content i guess that streaming services were that's what seeing. it is that everyone needs content so yeah yeah for you listen obviously producing movies and you, you sort of haven't stopped this year literally you haven't stopped you know you've coming off one now you had another one shooting on the weekend and you know three millionaire wasn't long ago <laughs> let's from your side the producing side like the full-on producer in the room that isn't, doesn't do other things as well have you found found that you know in terms of the ongoing constant need to be making stuff content? well like phil and andrew said I'm, I'm on the same page as them this has been picture perfect's busiest year ever 2019 was one of our big busiest and then 2021 took over 2019. I think we have completed seven movies this year, which is great. Wow. And we have used the same crews more or less throughout the entire year. But it's, you know, it's been extremely stressful and tiresome trying to look after people as well because mm -hmm. you have that stress on top. I mean, to shoot seven in the first place is, you know, Mental. crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm never going to do it again. Maybe she more. She says. Um, <laughs> 2022, I'm doing 22 movies. Yay! <laughs> but it's been extremely stressful and, and really to, to keep people safe is the main thing. But it is, it's the need for content. And I think what we did was just say, well, look, Jeet and I decided to, um, and for the listeners that don't know, I produce with my husband, Jeet Takra. Um, we just kind of went, right, let's go for it because we never know what the future may hold. So we just decided to go for it. And actually it's worked out, you know, very well. But on, I think on the negative side of crew being in so demand is people have been bumped up the ranks that maybe haven't done the training, haven't had the discipline. Right. And it's wonderful they are getting these opportunities but they are not maybe prepared for it either mm. skillfully or mentally. Mm -hmm. um, and these other people that have worked for many, many years to get to a certain level in their career, maybe it's not, it's not so fair for mm. those level of people. That's kind of the downside of what I feel. Mm. And that will lack quality when it gets to the screen. It's I true. Think, right? Whether I'm right, I don't know. Yeah, it's fascinating. Dom, what's your thoughts on all this? Yeah, I mean the the, the first the first kind of lockdown year uh, it was it was pretty slow, um, and then in that kind of winter things started to pick up, and then since then for me it's just been it's been quite an amazing time. And I suppose the first time going on set and having to deal with you know the the masks and, and all the COVID stuff did feel very daunting. But then you know on recent shoots, uh, doing one a couple of months ago. It's just so sort of second nature that I think, especially in the film crew side of things, like people have really learned to hit the ground running. And it's, you know, indie films have sort of managed to to work out how to do it in a way that's that's kind of achievable. So I, I've found it's been it's kind of quite manageable now. 
Um, but I certainly think in that first six months, year, it was it was quite difficult for everyone to kind of work out where they were with everything. Interestingly, I think that certainly in 2021 has been a brilliant year for filmmakers because people are watching at home. Suddenly, as much as we wanted the cinema releases, of course, but maybe our movies weren't necessarily big enough for, for those anyway, even though that was lovely to do a small tour and some of us did anyway. And in terms of the bigger release, sure. But I think it's been... I think it's been wonderful, you know. We, people people have no excuses, you know what I mean? You can like, it's there, it's on Netflix, it's on Prime, it's on Sky. You can go watch our movies right now. And I think one click away, and people are doing it, people were looking for content. Matt? Yeah, this, no, this, this, I think this was last year, there seemed to be so many more mm. sort of uh, smaller indie films, like with really, really small budgets. Um, but they've had to be really creative and inventive because of everything going on. But they're getting really decent releases. I guess mm. they might not be theatrical things, but like, you know, like tiny, tiny, tiny budget stuff is like popping up and you're like, oh, you know, it was two years ago, just yeah. wasn't happening at all. So mm-hmm. um, obviously everything is all horrific in the world and such, but, you know, I think it's forcing filmmakers, indie filmmakers to be really, really creative with stuff. There's so much, especially like in the genre world where you can, mm-hmm. you know, you can be a bit more creative with, with, with certain things opposed to drama, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's being seen. It's out there, you know, and people, as you said, like people, platforms want to we were speaking to someone from studio canal and like they are desperate wow. they were absolutely desperate like they've run out of stuff um but we're talking to universal because of we did infinitum which was a tiny yeah, little sure, film because of like we need some stuff not because i'm sure they like the script as well this kind of thing. but um but as in you know it, it seems to be a little bit easier there i hope there i say it, i hope um because they're kind of like okay mm-hmm. One people's films are out there to be seen and much more accessible, um, which is great. So these bigger, bigger people are able to watch stuff like, okay, there's actually got a decent release. Great tick. Um, and we need some stuff. So it's kind of, you know, I think it's hard, but I think, you know, some stuff is turning, which is great. I think so too. I think there might be a backlog in 2022. Um, <laughs> if suddenly all these films have been, you know, kind of plus and sky and Netflix are going, yeah, here's some money. Go make, go make. Yeah. And there will be that. You'll be fighting for places, I think, soon. But until then, hey, let's make the most of it. Like Lucinda says. And they keep making new platforms as well. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah, there's more (laughs) platforms for us to choose from and get (laughs) get money from at the moment. And, you know, we're in a good position to be prepping to do that. And all the listeners out there, this is the best time to be getting your packs ready, getting your scripts the best they can be and presenting them. People, like Matt said, they're looking for content. Right, let's move on to our third quiz question. Circling the Zoom of Doom, it is Doom Lemoir. Right, so um, I'm going to go for a could be could be a challenging one. First question: There will there was a recent anime that's uh, been on Netflix. Some may argue it wasn't a much of a success called Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. What was the original year that the critically acclaimed anime came out? That, that is so. Does anyone know that? That is <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know that. I think no I do. Yeah. Oh, I really? I've got two years. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually say this. It, although I don't watch a lot of anime, it is regarded as one of the most I- iconic animes you know of all time, yeah, and they have just remade it. So I feel like yeah, you know. Yes, but I only know that because we know the guy played Vicious in it. So I went back and watched. Okay. Oh right, right, the, right, right. You've seen yeah. the, you've seen the original then. Yes. It's it's fantastic. It's great, but I can't wait. It's two it's two years in my mind, and I'm yeah. like, oh, which one's that? Okay. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> the, well, first actually, question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, I think it'd be fair to give the second year because it's, it's on, on IMDb. It's written as two years, but obviously it's the... We, we can't look so, at that so, right now. No. Okay. okay. Those of you... No, no, I'm not gonna... <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying if, if he's got a guess and no, it's, it's, it's like the second year. the rules. Phil looks like that's my sensible question. Well, I'll tell you what, that, that so, you know, stops the wheat from the uh, people who don't know that answer. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then my stupid question is, well, I think it's quite important. What's the, <laughs> what's the best screening room in London for canapes at industry <laughs> season? <laughs> I'm going to give you a bit of a hint. There's not that many that do canapes. So there, there's like one or two or three venues that do, they do it with a lot of their films. It's a very well-known one. So if you ever go to BAFTA screenings, you know, that, that kind of thing. We asked for a fun question, not a rubbish question, Dom. Like that's like, that's like saying, oh, what's my favorite cheese? Like, you know, like it just... <laughs> It's a stupid question. I think it's a good answer. All right, I've gone for it. I, I think it's wrong, um, but I've gone for an answer anyway. Uh, right. I'm losing this year. I'm losing. Well, you, you can't win them all, Phil. You can't win them all. As a runner-up last year. <laughs> <laughs> for, for clarification, his eyes are wide and crazed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know how seriously I take competitions? Like, come on. Anyway. So, uh, all right, topic three is what our favourite... Uh, podcast guest of the year is phil let's start with you well firstly shout out to francis and Anne, who's my dearest yes. oldest friend uh yes. he's done skates from pretoria so yeah so him check that out um but i actually really enjoyed the repeat um podcast mm. um yep. with uh richard miller and charlotte mm -hmm. and tom and stuff i think because that's a good one yeah. you know you can you know, obviously the Lord of Miller one and, you know, there's loads of kind of the inverted commas famous folk, but there was something really grounded and special about that and just about the guts and the balls it took to make that film and convert the house and all this kind of stuff. You know, I just felt like out of all the ones I listened to, that probably felt the most kind of almost inspirational in a way. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for people listening, you know, that's what this podcast is all about. Um, I felt like that was one that, no, listen to that and look what those guys did, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, obviously there's a bunch, but like that, that one just sticks in my head as something I really enjoyed, um, you know, listening to. Very nice. Dom Lenoir, what's your favourite? I reckon I know which one this is because you enjoyed doing this one. It's probably going to be the beta test, beta test, just because it was the first one we'd done in person. And yeah. I mean, that you know, th this time of year when you get to go in and you, it's press season and you're seeing all the cool movies and you just get to meet people in person, and you you're, you're thrown into a room for an hour and it's just it's just this kind of energy and fun. Uh, and it was just a really funny, amusing episode. But also at the same time, I think Jim Cummins has taken such a unusual route um, you know, he, he's done studio movies. He's done it completely crowdfunded. He's, he's done making films any kind of way possible. So I, I think he's a, just a very interesting person to uh, listen to. So that's probably why I yep. would go for that one. Anyone else want to throw something in? Lucinda, what's yours? I really liked the Alex Neuer episode. I found him really interesting. Um, and I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. And obviously I agree with Phil on the repeat thing. There was something very charming about um, Richard as well. And obviously Giles and I worked with him on that movie. And it really was something very special because it was during lockdown two. 
they did it all in their house and they were moving all the, the different locations and dressing it themselves. And they really, it was, yeah, what they achieved was amazing. I really enjoyed uh, the podcast with um, Gunpowder Milkshake director, Navot. Oh, he was, was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And Who on Confetti as well. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Carolina Gropper, she's a producer from... Oh, that was good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. America. I like the Helen Simmons one as well. She was brilliant. Liza Marshall, who does Temple, producer of that. Um, mm. I, I really enjoyed, my favourite, I think, to do was the Mank episode, mm. where I got to talk to cinematographer, yeah. production designer. Yeah, exactly, with you, Andy. And that was really interesting, I think, talking to the whole team about how they work with... Uh, Fincher on that movie I thought that was great but there's so many podcasts this year Matthew Modine was amazing oh, yeah, cool. uh, Jessica Hines Chris Smith yes, Jessica, um, Jessica is one of my faves yeah but our top five for this year in no particular order apart from there in the top five <laughs> no just do, do a five, five, four, three, do one come on yes I was <laughs> I was joking about the no particular <laughs> order. Uh, in, <laughs> in fifth place is the hosts team, not host movie, which we mm. thought it might be uh, with Jed Shepard and Gemma Hurley. But in fact, the hosts team, Richard Oakes, Adam Leader and uh, Neil Ward as well. They came on and chatted all about how they made their movie. And I thought that was really interesting. It's called How to Make a Micro-Budget Debut Horror Movie. Uh, mm -hmm. It did incredibly well all year. Uh, in fourth place was going from a micro-budget to a £1 million feature uh, with Emma Biggins and Oliver Milburn uh, and their feature film, Schools Out. Amazing. You know, that was in fourth place. Uh, Andy, in third place, we'll start the drum roll, please. I've only got one stick. Is this going to work? I don't, I don't... Okay, okay. Use, use your, use your um, other stick. <laughs> Here we go. In third place, it is Christopher Vogler, uh, The Writer's Journey. Yes. Yes. He went into Great. deep for screenwriters. Yeah, excellent. Here we go. Second place. Drum roll, please. I got through now. I got through. Oh, it's good. It's good. In second place, it is. From indie films to studio movies with the fantastic Ben Wheatley. Woo! Oh. I remember recording that, and, and Ben is not the most fun. Talkative guy. <laughs> talkative. Uh, Should we cut he, that bit out, though, Giles? <laughs> well, he's not. He admits it himself. He's quite, he's quite you know, he's, in interviews, he is dour. And I remember, if you've heard the episode, which m millions of you have, was the fact that he, he recorded it in, must have been what I can only describe as a toilet, with no microphone, and just coming from his Zoom. And I'd said very kind, I said, listen, would you mind putting maybe some headphones on, and do you have a mic, or can we record on your phone? And he went, no. <laughs> and, uh, this is going to go well but congratulations Ben uh, we know you listen every week you are in uh, um, <laughs> number two yay <laughs> and in at one drum roll please Ooh. Ooh. Oh, sound effects. How to write and produce your own micro budget indie film with Will Thorne oh yeah, oh, yeah. we did that I know. Silent Un Night unexpected he did do Silent Night this oh. podcast did gangbusters wow amazing Yay. it's a really interesting cool. podcast all about how he made his film Silent Night uh, there you go 
That is our rundown of our top five podcasts of the year. I haven't included uh, anything from December, by the way, just because I felt it was unfair. So many brilliant screenwriters and uh, directors and producers. Thank you, all of you, who came on and gave your time for our amazing listeners. So that was that. Let's get to the next quiz question. Tori, let's go with you. Round oh. four, please. Okay. Uh, so I, they're both Christmas related. And That's fine. I'm not sure whether one's more serious than the other. So we'll see. Um, in we'll the film the Boxing Day. The released, new one. Mm. Yes. Released mm -hmm. earlier this year. Yes. Exactly. Georgia, the character of Georgia, is played by a pop star from yes. which band? Yes. I know this one. Yeah. Do we have to and name can her? You name, and can you name her? Yes, please. Oh. I would like the band and her name, please. Oh. I had it and it's now gone. Because I remember the name of the band. I could, I, weirdly, I can name the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you get two points or one, Tori? Giles, what do you think? Maybe two. Maybe, maybe, I it's, mean, a two, maybe it's a two-pointer. If I remember her name, then yes, it's a two-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, I've remembered. Remembered. Yeah. Oh. It came out then. It just came out. I'd say it's one-pointer. It's half okay. a point. Yeah. All right. All right. Second question. Second question. Who plays Chris Kringle in the 1994 <gasps> oh, Miracle yes. on 34th Street? Oh, what year? 1994. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. I feel that there should be a bonus point if you can name who played Chris King Kringle in the 1947 version. I mean, I don't know if any of us are going to get that. So. I hate this quiz. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do, it, we'll do it in no particular oh. order, apart from oh, Dom is last. Oh. <laughs> going to uh, give up on this. But what we're really after is the 1994. I, I think I know who that is. Okay, great. So let's go straight into the next quiz question. This is number five. Let's go with Toby. Question five. Tobias V's. Short filmmaker extraordinaire. <laughs> Toby's a brilliant screenwriter. I've read his feature films. They're fantastic. He will be making them soon. And then we won't even talk about his short films and, anymore. And when you make that feature film, Charles <laughs> will finally respect you. <laughs> Do you know what? If Phil Barantini has listened to this, yeah. Boiling Point was originally a short. Yeah. So many of our films have been shorts, right? That turn into features. No, we've got funding here, because we show that. people our short films in the first place. That's how we get our features made through the shorts. You can mock me as much as you like. We I will. We will. Films, <laughs> but I just don't respect. We them. enjoy no. it. <laughs> how many cameos does Peter Jackson have in the Lord of the Ring trilogy? <gasps> and there's a bonus point if you can name them. <gasps> oh, just the three okay. films. That's just good, the good. just the three. Just the yeah, not yeah, the good the ones. Yeah. Not oh, the yeah. not the Phil's Hobbit. getting serious. Yeah. Yeah. He said Lord of the Rings, not the yes. Hobbit film. <laughs> is it a lot? Yeah, but you know, just check, just clarifying. You know? No, but is it a lot? Is it like is it a stupid? It, every no. single scene. No. And there's an extra one. There's an extra one um, okay. where what? you can only see a body part of his. So this is. Does that not count? A bonus point for that. That's a that's a third bonus point if you can. Name that one. All right, question 10, please, Toby. Who are the most popular Star Wars characters popular. according to the Wikipedia views in the years between 2015 to 2021? So it's going to be the fucking stupid characters, isn't it? The three most <laughs> stupid characters. Yeah. Okay, the three most popular Star Wars according characters. According to from... Wikipedia. Can you go... Do you have to get them all right to get a point? Yes. I have a clarifying question. Is this characters that were new in that time period or just overall for all time overall all of okay. star wars okay cool all of star wars yeah. oh all of star wars so yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh. All of Star Wars. As a Star Wars fan, Toby, if I get that wrong, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I love it. Great questions. All right, let's move on. How, how do we, and, and this would be advice for filmmakers out there, and we can keep it brief, but how do we keep focus through the tough times? You know, for 2020, Andy, you mentioned there was tough. How did you keep focus? Because I know you said Drugs, that you, you wanted to potentially give up. You were sort of toying with other ideas. And I know you've got your amazing watch company, Plan R, by the way, which we'll put a link into Something the show to watch. Hey, want to watch. Hey. <laughs> hey. So because you got you did that as well, you were sort of designing watches and now you sell them. They're amazing. Uh, and I've got one and it's incredible. Um, but what what was it that, that sort of, you, because it's so hard and I just wanted to come to you first because you did talk to me about, you know, how hard it was and maybe quitting. What? How did you keep focus? I don't know if I did. Like, I'd love to be like, well, what I did was I worked out every day. I don't think I did. I think it was just really hard and we haven't had a shit time and like, that's fine. Um, I just got in, got into watches and shit and did that and, and, and carried on playing music. I guess I focused on other areas of my life um, and caught up with people that I hadn't seen for a while um, and just tried to take the time to regroup. But yeah, it was tough. It was scary times for us all, right? I mean, yeah, it was. What was in between jobs then? Like in 2021, you have worked a lot. We, you know, we have made a couple of movies together and stuff. What in between those? How do you keep focused to sort of bounce between the two, especially in these tough times? What is it to, to inspire others, I suppose? Why? <laughs> Rather than depress them. Sorry. <laughs> How do we keep... No, it's good. To, it's normally good to be truthful. I think it's good to be honest about this. It's yeah. fucking hard, it's tough, man. Yeah. We all get depressed. We all get down. Mm. There's no question about it. I know I'm very jovial on the pod and keep it upbeat. But, uh, you know, I get down many times. It's very depressing sometimes. But how do we keep ourselves focused? How do we keep ourselves, you know, especially in the mental health year as well, you know, when it's really full focus? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, probably not the best example, but I, I, I think you have to keep it in perspective. Like sometimes these things don't move at your own pace. Sometimes you just have to wait for things to happen. You can, you can work your ass off. It doesn't matter. You have to wait for those opportunities to come in films and tv shows are very slow moving they happen when they happen so if you if you're if it's your only creative output that can be rough if, if that's tied to the money you make and the house you live in then that's hard but if you have something else you can do as well i play music i design things and like i'm blessed with a bit of time so i can do that um i think as long as you can still make money it's okay to step back from those things a little bit and do something else and then when you go back to making films again when the world wakes up you're ready you're ready to do it you've got the brain space for it i well luckily i get to do the podcast so i get to talk to people like yourselves all the time to just keep that focus and we all we all help each other and we all do sort of support and we send messages generally about asking about anything and it's really really important to have that i think in our industry but in any industry but i think it's really important that we stick together i'm so grateful for this podcast for that you know i think a lot of us are much closer than we would be if we weren't doing this so i think that's lovely but i think i don't know i I'm so driven by this business. I'm so driven by whatever success is, but I'm driven by keeping making films and keeping making TV and making content. I think that drives me on to keep writing or keep collaborating or keep finding new people in this industry, new great gems and, and cultivating the ones we have and, and just striving to be better in every aspect, just get better, you know, learn from the mistakes and go, okay, how can I do that differently? I think that's what I'm sort of focusing on. I'm going, all right. You know, especially with being a voice as well for people. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's important to, if I'm going to fuck up, all right, I fucked up. Let's see how, I can't be preaching this shit of saying, look, this is how to make films or even attempting to say that in that 
way. I'm not learning from it too. I think that's important. Tori, I wanted to ask you as well, when you, you sort of, you know, the fact you both wrote a book, well, it's sort of the year before a little bit, but it came out, you know, this year. And the fact that you had Infinitum and all that time and, and trying to make that film and the struggles of that. But then at the same time, you've now got to sell the movie yourselves and get it out there yourselves. How, how did you keep focused during that time? Because I know you, you write as well. I know you, you're trying to make the next things. How, how do you, you keep focused? Yeah, I think, I think writing for me is kind of definitely this, this past year because, because we did Infinitum and sort of, I think sort of the reverse to what Phil and, um, and Andrew was saying with that, that you had like the busiest year this year that you've had um actually it was kind of like the opposite for me really um you know like we we did infinitum um the year before we shot it um and it came out this year so actually it was a lot of the kind of the aftermath work which which you sort of when there's only two of you sort of (laughs) doing it um there's there's a lot to kind of that you just have to keep on top of. Um, and I think to, to, you know, to a certain extent, it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to kind of stay on top of like just the follow, the follow up on all of, you know, on all of the projects that we've made, the chasing after the figures, the, you know, chasing after the money, like mm-hmm. all of that kind of really very boring, non-creative stuff, which really doesn't fire you um, in any kind of creative way so um so the writing has really helped for me this year you know i've really kind of delved into it um i'm in the middle of doing a new edit a new um a new draft of of um our our film about uh, drag queens mm-hmm. um and and i've written a, a a whole kind of um uh sort of sci-fi thriller um that uh with the idea of of shooting it again on on iphone um so yeah so that's kind of i guess that's kind of kept me busy and also from an acting point of view um i've sort of made a decision to kind of just throw myself like 110 percent into into that for next year i think it's it's hard when you have so when you're doing a lot of different different things when you wear a lot of different hats um to kind of sometimes some of the hats get forgotten (laughs) they get kind of put down and then it's like oh yeah shit okay Mm. um so yeah so that's my that's my kind of that's my target okay. for, for next year. Which is great. I love that. And it's great because it's important. You do forget those other areas. If you haven't written for a while, you suddenly, you know, because right. you're concentrating on producing or if you haven't yeah. acted for a while, you're concentrating on. But how do you maintain that focus? Like you're saying there, you you, you just sat and wrote. You're like, okay, I'm going to write and I've written this. And yeah. written. Brilliant. How do you get up in the morning to do that? What's your motivation to go, right, I'm going to go do that? Uh, I want to be famous, Giles. So I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's my motivation. Um, uh, <laughs> I think there's something to be said for, and this is going to sound like a little bit kind of airy-fairy maybe to, to some listeners and a little bit kind of hippie. Um, I think there's really something to be said for putting things out there to the universe. I'm a sort of, I'm a big believer in manifestation and um, and have become um, much more interested in, 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 in that um and that we you know we have the ability like it's 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 there it's there for us Mm. um it's tough yes it's a lot of hard work yes um but you can you know you can do it you can if you if you really want like i i made the decision that actually this is what i want to focus on i want to focus on my acting and then the following day um i got a call from my agent saying that i i got a tv show that's that's Amazing. shooting next year in april so Yay, you know it's congrats. kind of <laughs> so those kind of little things those mm. like like those it's it's being open to kind of 
I guess the messages that like are all around us all the time, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and as you said, like keeping up with your, with your, with your network, um, the people who are, who are going through the same stuff as you. And I think uh, we, we were listening to one of your, um, one of the podcasts and you were talking about the feeling after you finish a project, that kind of like low feeling mm-hmm. of loss <laughs> that mm-hmm. you're kind of like yeah. suddenly bereft. Um, and it was so true to, you know, that you said, just check in with people, just like send a little message and, um, you know, and just to, just to that, feel that connection. And yeah, I think, you know, give, give out and, and you'll, and you'll get back. You love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Guy said that, didn't I? <laughs> Toby, as as someone who hasn't made a feature, <laughs> how do you carry on? With how do you cope? Um, no, but the fact is, you, the inspiration, and we we were all there of, of wanting to, and that feeling of how important it was to make a feature, and it is weird, it is kind of put on a pedestal. How are you keeping focus? Because, like, say, your shorts are doing so well, and you're doing well, and your your writing for your screenplays is incredible. So, how are you keeping motivated to? you know, jumping across that line. And listening to podcasts does help a lot. Um, the I'm Filmmakers Podcast. Obviously. obviously, I'm only listening to that. I'm editing it and then I'm just re- re-listening. <laughs> re-listening. The That's why you haven't uh, made a feature yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I'm reason. Busy. You need to quit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, uh, podcasts are really inspirational to just hear people's stories and um, how people are dealing with similar situations you find yourself in. And, um, so that's one. And the other thing is just, I just, uh, beginning of each year, I set myself goals, what I want okay. to achieve, um, yep. by the end of the year. And this year was my, uh, building up a writing portfolio basically. So I was writing a lot, writing features and short films and trying yeah, to, to, to build up a portfolio so I can move forward basically in the next year. And so, um, next year there will be my, I don't know, directing, building up directing portfolio. And then I have those two and then I can move setting goals and trying to, to achieve them. Do you, do you make like a list and then, because it's great to set goals. I write actually a list. You do write the list. That's great. You can take them. I love that. Yeah. Because you're at least motivated to look at that and go, God, I haven't done that. Right. I haven't done that. Yes. And then I'm reflecting on it as well. Yes. Like uh, each year I'm, I'm reflecting on it and see, okay, was it a bit unrealistic to set this kind of goal or Mm. yeah, how it, did yes. All, all I, there's a thing uh, that I was doing last year and I'm going to start doing it again called this. It was a three month plan. So I'd write mm. out the things I need to do. I would like to achieve by the end of that yeah. three months. And like you say, sometimes they're, they're too unachievable. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen or it's out of your hands. But things like finishing yeah. that script are not, you know what I mean? They're very much in your hands. You you can do that. If you want to go make a doing short. Doing three day millionaire pickup days. Doing three day millionaire pickup days. That's the thing. We've got to do it. So that's part of that list. You've got to tick them off and get them done and i think that's really important i think that's hugely inspirational i think for people to do that what do you want to achieve this year okay write a list and achieve it in the first three months and imagine what you can do for the rest you've got nine months left you know can i can i throw something in there giles um i know someone who does this interesting thing where they like they write and they divide their time up so they, they take their day and especially if you're like a writer or something, you know, so you spend quite a lot of time kind of working on your own and they divide the day up of like how much time you spend, 
you know, writing, working, doing what you have to do. Yeah. Um, how much time you spend like doing something fun just just for you that kind of like, you know, that you don't have to do, that it's not work. There's just kind of like maybe it's watching TV or whatever or reading a book or mm. um and and you kind of divide your day up into little time units. You just see how you spend your day kind of thing. And it really apparently it really helps to kind of like key into a number one, giving yourself enough credit for like, oh my God, actually I sat down and I, I wrote for six hours today mm. like you know like you know pat on the back and actually remember to kind of credit yourself for, yes. for you know having that discipline um and then also kind of reminding yourself to reward yourself of doing something that actually you know you don't have to beat yourself up if you're not sitting down and writing like for 20 hours you know 20 hours of the day no one's gonna do that john what's your thoughts on this i don't know i think mine's probably gonna be slightly less less glowy on the <laughs> please please bring it down I, I, to I, dom I, level <laughs> <laughs> Bring it down to Don level. I think it's very hard to to stay focused, and I think a lot of the time, I think the hardest bit is when you aren't part of a big team, and it's basically completely on your mm. shoulders to get a movie off the ground. I think that's a very difficult burden, and I think it's when you are in that situation, it's hard to sometimes get something moving, but. I think whatever your state of mind, you've just got to take action and you've got to keep making the calls and you've got to keep developing the scripts, even if you don't really feel like it. But I think you've also got to take time off as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like what you, what you guys were saying, like if you really just feel like you need a break, just take a couple of days off. You know, some, some days I work like a, like a demon and I send hundreds of emails and I'm, you know, on, on call for like 12 15 hours other days I'll just take a day off and it's I think you have to be able to give yourself that flexibility to uh, you know give space um, mm. for when you're productive as well I love that Lucinda you take your dog for a walk when you have those moments you need that dime downtime don't you because obviously you work with Jeet as well a partner like you and Matt, Matt and Tori and you you, you uh, we often talk often when you with the dog you know you're going for those walks and sometimes you're just getting stuff out debriefing it's surrounding yourself with good people as well i mean mm. obviously you know giles and i work a lot together but we're also friends so we can support each other when we're producing a movie together or he's uh, my director i'm his producer but we also you know talk about keeping ourselves on a mental level playing field even though we're talking about business we try and you know, talk about other stuff as well. And the dog walk really helps because I don't know about Matt and Tori, Jeet and I have to be very, very careful that we don't talk about it all day, every mm -hmm. day, yeah. the business. Because yeah. it's Sunday. Absolutely. And I was in work mode and I started talking. I was like, he might not want to talk about that right now because mm. it's Sunday and... Yeah. King doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been doing that for years. It. Yeah, and I'm like, just trying to trying to trying yeah. to remember. Like, I'm like, okay, just this, at least Sunday afternoon. Let's just like do nothing or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to have more of that time. Go fuck it. Let's just not do anything. Just see what happens. Just go and enjoy yeah. life as well. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. I can feel guilty sometimes when I'm not working. It's a very weird thing. Mm. I suddenly I'm sort of like, um, should I watch another episode or something? No, and I get this feeling. And sometimes I've got to say to myself, No, you're all right. You you work pretty hard. It's okay. But I can't. We're help all nodding it. at that. We all, we yeah. all, we all get that. Phil, how do you, how do you deal with it, Phil? Well, I mean, I think you know, I think that I think the guilt is is uh, is there in us all because we're all very driven people, and we all, you know, we're all kind of doing this off our own backs. I mean, you know, we're independent filmmakers, right? And no one, no one's picking up the phone to us. <laughs> so, um, so you know, so there's that. So there hey, is that pressure. Don't of, put um, yourself down. Well, no, but there is no, but there is that pressure of like, if I'm not working, mm. um, I should be. 
you know yes, and you yes. know uh, i've got a young family and you know stuff and i'm like really trying put the phone down and away you know and and like this is family time and this is you know and this is kind of work time and sometimes i blur the lines of like i'm, I'm on my phone doing email something i look up and like you know my son's just looking at me i'm like i don't want to be that person you know i kind of want to be present so i think i find Daddy, that's hard stop working to do I, well yeah no precisely you know and like i've got my own like sort of sanctuary upstairs in my office like when i'm up here daddy's working kind of thing um but it, it, it's he's hard. not he's playing with et and the cat well, I'm playing, with, yeah, I'm playing my toys and talking to us know, numbers up here talking to you lot you know uh but um it, yeah but you know this this year was i say my busiest year but but like the the, the year i cl- i came closest to kind of breaking down really it was like i took too much on and did too much work and didn't mm. rest enough and i was juggling and i had you know had some you know personal stuff going on at the same time and it was too much it was it was it was too much and uh and i just had to stop i just had to stop doing stuff i turned stuff down um i pushed stuff away just to kind of get a bit of mental balance back because as i said earlier i kind of went into that overdrive of just saying yes to everything um mm-hmm. and then i'm only one person <laughs> you know so yeah that was a lesson learned this year also do you know what it's making the right choices on projects as well yeah i mean i've i've uh, I must say I, I have made a mistake um, on occasion where you've gone against your gut and taken the project anyway mm. and then knowingly gone into something that has made you suffer and you're not being able to give your full concentration to, for instance, or something that you think, oh, I'm not going to quite be able to collaborate with this person and but I'm going to do it anyway because we love mm. it. Um, I think that's, that's something to... It, just to listen to your instincts. Let's go on to our next quiz question. It is number 11 on the list. Phil Hawkins, let's go with you. Oh, it's going to be hard from Phil, Jesus. No, I, uh, well, did you well, forget no, we were doing a quiz? <laughs> I just, I've got quite a few questions, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick to two. I did multiple choice, but no one's done multiple choice, so maybe I'll, I'll take that away from you. You can do that. No, do it's fun. Well, it depends how hard okay. the question is. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll ask the question that's if you want multiple choice. So okay, fine, obviously fine. in COVID and, and releasing of movies and everything, things have been delayed. Uh, production of uh, releases have been delayed. Apart from No Time to Die, because that's like the obvious answer, wh- what's the next film that was delayed the longest that was released this year? Can, we, can I have a multiple choice, please? <laughs> yeah, me too. Is it I think I'm Are you two conferring? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you are. We've, that's got, not we've got different answers, but Tori's oh, asked me, is Tory that conver- what it's spelled? Ah, we've got different answers, but... Should I keep oh, it difficult? I don't what know. it's called. It's like, that's not what it's called. This is what it's called. It's a different answer to mine, so... <laughs> Giles, you, Giles, <laughs> Dom, you're the boss of this. Do we want do we want multiple choice or do we not? Yes. 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 No. You want multiple choice. Yes. <laughs> Tell me okay, the answer. <laughs> the only answer, no. Is it A, June, B, Peter Rabbit 2, or C, West Side Story? Well, Matt's wrong because you can spell all them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've got my, okay, I'm changing my can answer. Can you now, change though. your answer? That's the thing, we can all yeah, change our answer yeah, now. Tell me, was that any of those answers you know, on your list? I'm glad you gave multiple choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, I've kind of made it easier, haven't I? It's like, only because I found this out recently, I thought it was fun. Which animated movie was almost completely deleted before it was released? I know the answer. So they were making it. Oh, you know the answer to this? Damn it. I only found oh, this out what? recently. It's a good yeah. one, though. It's a really good 90% one. 90% of it was deleted. It was deleted, yeah. 
And wasn't it someone who'd taken a drive home? Someone, someone was working at home and had a yeah, copy of it. Yeah, that's right. Happened to have a copy. It's a huge <laughs> animated movie. 90% of an animated movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huge. There you go. Let's not, oh, let's not give... Okay, hang come on. on. Come on, let's not, uh, let's not give clues. Oh, well, yeah. you don't get a point. Yeah, but I didn't get clues over Dom. what's Dom's favourite canopy in a screening room. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you... Crap, crash of Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Matthew Butler Hart. Yeah, no. Okay, right. Let It Snow famously plays out at the end of which 1988 action-adventure film? Got it. Got it. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Next question. Quiz. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is Father Christmas known as in The Nightmare Before Christmas? I know this. Oh, that's a good I question. I know this. It was on the, the Netflix, uh, that really brilliant how they made it. What's it called? Um, movies That Made Us? No. Movies That Made movies Us. Movies That Made yeah, Us. Yeah, Movies That Made Us. Yeah. How do you all have such memories that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question, though. Very good. Uh, right. I feel like I, I definitely did a lot better last year's quiz in terms of knowing answers. Mine are really easy, guys. How many Oscars did Schindler's List win? Ah, okay. Yeah. Easy? No, I don't think that's easy. I don't think that's easy. That's not easy. Uh, oh, good. Oh, great. Okay, carry on. What was Kevin Costner's biggest budget movie? Ah, I do know that one. Yes, I know something. Just one of my favourite movies, this one. Is it? Okay. I've changed the answer now. That. Yeah, I know. Could have inspired one of my movies. Right. <laughs> Is it one of the movies you've made? One of the movies you produced? Oh. Okay, it's not what I thought then. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No, it's not Maybe what I thought either. Yeah, but that, it, it might not be. I think it's, I think I know. Oh, this has been fun. I've really enjoyed this. Let's go round the room, the Zoom room of doom, and just give some advice to our younger selves. We always do it to our guests. But we as hosts often don't get asked. So, Andrew Roger, advice to your younger self. And I mean this in the filmmaking <laughs> oh, sense. Like, what would you say to your younger self now, looking back, the, the success you've had as a cinematographer in, in your world? I guess, like, don't worry about rushing. I was always the, the youngest person and fighting against being younger than everyone else on set. And because I was just pushy and wanted to do it. I think um, I would say, don't worry. Most DPs are in their 70s. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it it's true, true. Yeah. it's true so you've got what five years yeah a couple <laughs> years left <laughs> i love that uh dom lenoir a little bit of advice don't give up i mean it's a great great well done inspirational <laughs> stuff <laughs> well i mean that's that's kind of the that's kind of the hardest one really no, it is though it's true it is actually a big like, one it, don't it, give it's, up it, it's on the surface it's very generic <laughs> Um, he's looking but, at him digging deep. Think, he's like, no, what I meant. <laughs> I think we've been really horrible to Dom on this call. Yeah, do it as a pun, Dom. Uh, Should we give Dom an extra bonus point just for being Dom? <laughs> <laughs> you feel guilty, Giles. <laughs> I, I, okay, look, the thing is, the he thing is, I, I've done this so many times. I, I feel like I've gone through the sort of the, the list of advice of, of, of profound things of to advice. say. You, I, I don't have anything new to say, yeah. like, other than you've just got to keep going. You're and a dry you just got to keep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Tori, let's have a couple of lines from you. Okay, so, um, so number one, don't doubt yourself so much. Nice. And yeah. uh, number two, don't compare yourself. Nice. 
with 70 year old DPs. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one day we'll get to 70, hopefully. Yes. Fingers crossed. Matthew? <laughs> Is it to, my, to myself, yeah. So uh, you don't have to know everything. Uh, you don't have to be involved in everything. Um, and you don't have to say... Feels like, yes, you do. And yeah, but I was, I've always tried that's the whole point. I'm like, hang on. The whole point is like, it, this is all meant to be fun as well. Otherwise, yes. what is the yes. point? Like, basically, yeah. I, I never, I never stop allowing myself to just enjoy what we do. You know, mm. just, and yeah. you have to say yes to everything. You know, you just kind of yeah. like, just enjoy what we do. Just chill, just chill out. It's a very short life. Let's just not crowd it with absolute madness constantly. So, you know. I love that. So true. Very nice. Phil, Phil Hawkins. Tori stole mine because I was going to say about comparing. I think it's, I think it's, you can have a habit of, of trying to compare people's road to success in inverted commas. And Mm. every single person you speak to in this industry has a very different story. So it's kind of embracing the fact that everyone has a very, very different journey. You can be inspired by people, but you know, comparing these to jealousy leads to, you know, bad mental health Mm. and blah, blah, blah. So that's that. So I've just piggybacked Tori's. Yeah, I had another one. It's gone. It's gone. Sorry, I've just stolen Tories and forgotten my other one. For me, it's it's finding the right collaborators. And uh, for, from when I was younger and trying to make films, I didn't. And I stayed with the wrong people for too long. And mm. maybe I'd have moved forward with that. But do you know what? It was a brilliant learning experience. I learned so much from that time about me as a person, but also I needed to take charge. You know, I needed to get shit done. And I was relying on others. And I think that's my bit of advice to myself. Don't rely on others. You're capable. You can do it yourself. So... Mm-hmm. You know, find better people and work hard. I remembered it. Oh, I missed it. Don't be afraid to be the person that asks the questions. Like, yes. you know, I think, I think it's kind yeah, of like, yeah. you think, oh, like, oh, you should know all the answers or you should know, you know, I like, well, again, I'm now just stealing mats. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> but, you know, it's like people have, people have a fear of, like asking a, a dumb question and I, I've always mm-hmm. learned the most from asking the dumb questions and it's kind of, I think it helps, you know, so uh, yeah, ask the dumb questions because there aren't any dumb questions. That's what this podcast is based on. <laughs> dumb questions. Because <laughs> no one knows the answer. And dumb hosts. <laughs> hey, uh, Tobias? Don't wait too long to make your first feature. Brilliant. That's brilliant. Luke. Okay, I, I've I've got some advice. Wait, you've done yours. No, I don't really have one. <laughs> don't limit yourself by what other people, especially producers and other filmmakers, tell you is possible for a certain budget, for a certain genre, or as a filmmaker. Nice. Mm. Very nice. One of the one of the biggest things that I've I've come across is people saying, you know, you, you've got to do your first film, it's got to be in a one location, mm. you've got to do this, you've got to mm. do this genre, you've got to do that. And I think you've got to make the films that are, inspire you and, and I fi- you know, find a way to make that happen. So that's Love my, that, Dan. Well done. That's my life mantra for film. Nice. God, you just forgot it and that's fine. But. <laughs> <laughs> Lucinda. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. Great way to, to wrap this up. Right, let's go through this lovely quiz. Let's go through the questions again and let's answer and let's be honest with our... Uh, yeah. You can hold it up to the screen if we don't believe you. So the first question was uh, Andy's question and it was regarding Colmini. Do you want to just say the question and then give us the answer, please? I, I didn't write it down. It was, do you want me to? I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. You've, you've gone off that page now, have you? Yeah. Uh, I made some notes. It was, what Christmas movie did Colmini, it's pronounced Colm, you'll all remember, play a pilot in? I didn't think 
it was a Christmas movie. Well, you didn't say. Neither did I. I, mean, I don't know you didn't say that. Christmas movie. Well, I mean, arguably, like, you arguably, did. did. Oh, I thought you did. did. Yeah. Like one of those cliche yeah, things that one says is a Christmas. I think. Oh, I thought it was Con Air. He wasn't the pilot, though, was he? Yeah, you no, you've got the CIA oh. dude. What's the answer? You tell us the answer, yeah. <laughs> with the car, with the nice the car. Well, when I was Googling while you other guys were doing the questions, it was, mm. Um, mm. he was in uh, Die Hard 2 as a pilot. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, so that's... Okay, next. That's next. next. What is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> So no one got that right. I wrote Die Hard. Is it, is it all right if I just wrote Die Hard? Yeah, oh, come no, on, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. It's, it's, only, it's a different movie. Right answer. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> is, is Jurassic Park the same as The Lost World? No. Yes, yeah. yeah. you get a point for that, Phil, as well. <laughs> What was your second question? It was something to do with yourself and your own movies. Can <laughs> <laughs> you, you actually, Giles? Yeah. It was which movie did I play a, a big important role in this year? <laughs> oh, this year? Well, well I didn't say this year. year. It was a this year. You didn't say this year. No, you didn't say this year, no. but now you've said it, that should it change wasn't something. Really. It was the only film, film that was released. That's been released that I've and been in. And you said in? it was released. That you've had a cameo in. Yeah. yeah. The Dare? And no. no, it's not The Dare. It's Cam- Camelot. Camelot. No, no, yeah. it's not. Nine, I'm going to go with the world of darkness. No, but you're in that as a caveat. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I know. Am I? You are. We filmed you. Am I in it? Yeah. Sleeping. <laughs> you're a vampire sleeping. You were naked at the time. <laughs> Don't remember that at all. Um, um, <laughs> no, I, I was in the Stranger in Our Bed this year, right? Oh God, you oh. were. You were. Yeah, they don't know me from it, but it was it was it was um, Ian. I didn't spend a lot of time on that question. It's okay. It's okay. Oh wow, I love that. Okay, my question was which actor got his big break playing a lonely schoolboy in About a Boy? Nicholas Holt. Yes, correct. Hey. Got one. And yeah, so uh, Toby's leading at the moment with two. Two. <laughs> Whoa. Um, my second no, 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 no. He's not getting the diehard Podcast. Podcast. What percentage of listenership comes from Spotify? If sixty percent comes from Apple, anyone want to make a guess? And I'll give thirty-five. Twenty-seven. Twenty-four. Thirty-three percent. Twenty-eight. Twenty-four. Who's the lowest on this? 20. 20. The answer is 11. So, what? Yeah, it's surprising that we get a lot of listens from a lot of other platforms. Spotify is not oh, the that's biggest. Nice. So, Toby that, gets another point. Mm. Bloody, we, bloody Toby. We might be taking off <laughs> actually, this. Doesn't uh, Toby have inside uh, information point. about that, actually? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, keep, score, keep your own scores. Next was uh, Dom Lemoir. Uh, yeah, so it, it is which year was the original Cowboy Bebop released? 1998. Uh, what is it? Yes. Jar of vegan sweets. That looks good. I was going to say right. yeah. maybe vegan. Nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Half hey. eaten as well. I'm going to eat them until I. <laughs> you're, you're eating them. <laughs> 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 the Omnicron is in that jar. Tasty. Hand. 
Um, Dom Lewis, second I'm question. Dying to this one, Dom. Um, <laughs> which, which London screening venue has the best canapes? I can confirm by a, a mile it's the Hamyard Hotel. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh. There we How go. The if you guys, are, if you guys aren't Hotel. doing the canapé circuit, I don't know what you've been doing in the <laughs> Dom and I are fellow foodies. No, no. Tori your question, please. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so um, the first one. In the film Boxing Day, released this year, Georgia is played by a pop star from which band, and can you name her? The band is... Little Mix. Little Mix. Little Mix. Uh, it is. Got that. And her name Leanne is... Leanne Pinnock. Yes! Yeah! I said Jade. Jade's very well. Just now, she's left oh, the band now. It's sad. So hang on, what was the... Do we get a half a point? Yeah, or? we do get half a point, yeah. I get a full point though. That's a half point, is it? It's my point. first okay. point though. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, you can have it. Uh, okay, uh, it. Second question. Second question. Who plays Chris Kringle in the 1994 Miracle on 34th Street? Dick- that dude from Jurassic yeah, Park. The dude from Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Dicky, Attenborough. Dicky. 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 Richard Attenborough. Uh, anyone? Anyone got the? Richard, so Richard Attenborough. Anyone got the uh, bonus? No, I can't remember nope. his name. Unfortunately, no I actually no, watched Phil, it did you get that? No, I can't remember his name. I watched it recently as well, and it's still made in. Edmund Gwen. Edmund Gwen. Edmund Gwen played Chris Kringle in 1940. There we seven. go. All right, another point yeah. for me. Um, right. So number nine, it is Tobias V's. How many cameos does Peter Jackson have in the Lord of the Rings trilogy? I mean, I went for three. I have no idea. I went for seven. I went, I went for seven. seven. I went Four. for seven. I went for one. It's free. Yeah. Oh. Yes. That's what I put first. Get in. Can you name Bro. them? Can you name of them? Of course. Uh, Floyd, yeah. Ploy and Malloy. The dude who eats the carrot. Yes. The carrot dude. Yes, the carrot dude in Fellowship. Right, of the the yeah. yeah. And then, he's in, is he an orc? Is he an alpha coming kind of in the third he's one? He's in the second. He has one in the second and one in the third one. Well, that's yeah. why he's got three. One each. Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's one that makes sense. But like, is he an elf? He's an orc. He's an orc, isn't he? No. No. No, nope. okay, great, fine. Uh, do you want to give us what it is? <laughs> <laughs> He's a soldier yeah. in Helm's Deep throwing a spear. Yes. And he gets shot by Legolas on the parrot ship in the third one. There's a parrot ship. <laughs> yes. But you but but you you can only clearly see him in the extended edition, which is the only real version of the films and and the, and the bonus thing was um you can see the, uh, his hand so just the yes. body part it's um instead of samwise gamchi's hand when he's um fighting kankra the spider in the third one i think um, you should let tori have arm um... yes no, so, no, so yeah. if, if you have hand goes it's together. a bonus point yeah that's a bit oh, oh, half a point. that's very, that's very handy bonus points half a point oh, I put three and then four when you said about the extra one. Dom just did another pun and we all ignored it. If you wrote four, then then it's all right. Because there's a bonus cameo with the the hats. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I like this. Shocking. Fine. I'll go with it. I don't mind. He still shouldn't have Die Hard at the start. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Toby, your second question. No one's going to get Most popular Star Wars characters, according to Wikipedia. (sighs) We've got to get them all right. I mean, come on. They got the all. Just give the okay. answer because yeah. we're never going to guess. I, I, okay. I, I, first I, I, well, one. I can, I can guess. Okay. This. All right, yeah. Phil. Phil can. Phil can. <laughs> Let's go. Phil's like freezing. I must. <laughs> I must. Right. Definitely Vader. Yes, that's yeah. Number one. Yeah. 
80 million views. I would also say because of the whole controversy of how he appeared back and everything, I think Palpatine is up yes. there. No. Yes. Yes. Oh. Third. It's the third. So the and second is missing. And then probably second place. Are you making character. this up, Phil? And so did you not gonna... write this down? <laughs> this is writing it down. It's on my screen. I'll show you. Um, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I would say probably Ray because it's like a new character. Or was no, it BB? Is place four. Jar Jar Binks. Second place is Kylo Ren. Oh, it was a new character. Yeah. It's always yes. the bad guys. So close, close. So no points for anyone. Yeah. Brilliant. No points. Thank you for that. But you have to get all three. You've got oh, to get Jesus. all three for a point. Yeah, it's tough. All right, 11. And I got two. Phil Hawkins. Oh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have bothered. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> which, 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 it's which like we films? All feel. <laughs> uh, a lot of films got delayed over... Pandemic, blah, 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 came out this year. Which of these three was delayed the most? Was it June A, Peter Abbott, 2 B, or West Side Story C? And it was West Side Story. Oh. oh. June well, was delayed. Was a trick question. Yes. June was delayed by 10 months. Peter Abbott 2 was delayed by 11 months. And West Side Story was delayed by 12 months, a whole year. Wow. Um, there you go. There you go. And yes. which animated movie was almost completely deleted before release? It is Toy Story, Toy Story. 2. Two. Oh, hang on. Oh. Yeah. Can we get have a half point for Toy no. Story? Yeah. No. no. Half point for Toy Story? No. I'm not no. doing I, I think they should point get point. a point for no. Toy Story. No. Because no. that's not the right answer. They'll say no and I say no. It's not the answer. <laughs> I'm going for the same, the same reason why Die Hard and Die Hard 2 are different films. So, uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a fascinating story about that, wasn't it? They'd cut, they'd literally deleted everything and they thought, you know, imagine these animators going, oh my God, we've lost everything they must have been very animated in their conversation <laughs> um, yeah someone someone like pressed the delete button to. on like the master machine they're like no no it's fine it's backed up and then it, it hadn't been backed up uh or that oh, failed man. and everyone was like oh and then this person at home was like i think i've got a copy of it at home yeah and yeah save the film Toy unbelievable Story 2. unbelievable oh, wow why would they have a button like that <laughs> Should it? Because no. you're going to get angry with yourself at some point. It's going delete all, all my life, all my friends. Done, delete all. Uh, great, loved that. Uh, Matthew Butler Hart, first question. Yes, the, my first question was Let It Snow famously played out at the end of which 1988 action adventure? Jingle film? all the way. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die hard. Yeah. I mean, it may. <laughs> I've got Die Hard. Maybe it is. Not Die Hard too. <laughs> okay, got that wrong. Brilliant. Next one. What is Father Christmas known as in The Nightmare Before Christmas? Krampus. I put no. Skeleton, it but it's not. I've just realised he's it rhyme with, Didn't it rhyme with... Um, I can't remember Santa. it. It rhymed with something like... Andy, Chris, you got this one? Santa... Cor no, okay. It's really simple. So Come on, oh. then. None of us got Santa? it. I mean, it's I've, just Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Why? Yeah. Sandy, Sandy Claus. Sandy Claus. That's Right, Lucinda. Final, final round. Here we go. No one's going to get these. Here we go. How many Oscars did Shinder's list win? Eight. Thirteen. Five. Eleven. Five. Four. Five. Seven. Seven. Yes. Well done, Phil. Well done, Phil. Next question. Last, last question. I think I've got this right. I think it's Lucinda's favourite film, so I think that's why. Yeah, Kevin Costner's. Biggest budget movie. Waterworld. Waterworld. 
Waterworld. Yes. Is it? Yes. That's your favourite yes. movie? Yes. Yeah. No, it's one of them, all right? Okay. It's on my top <laughs> no, ten. No, I just, like it, all right? No, 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 films come no. first. No, no. <laughs> did not get that. So, oh, Andrew. That, how much budget was it? Oh, I don't know that, but I can let you know. Hold on. Please do. While we add up the scores on the doors, please. Right, add up your scores. Be honest. This is terrible. Out of 16. Out of 16. You're kidding. But you, you, well, you don't count yours, so it's out of 14. So, yes. Is that out of yeah. 14? Oh, oh my yeah, God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, and with all the ridiculous half points and half measures. Oh, the half yeah. points, yeah, that's different, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. One. Here we do this. So, uh, here we, we go this. down. Uh, oh, no. All right, so let's do it from the bottom then. Who got zero? Who got one? Andrew Rodgers! Yeah. 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 Yes! Was that the one that you nice. win? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one about Peter that. Jackson. That's the one I got right. Yeah, of course. And I forgot you got an amazing cameo in The Stranger in Our Bed. Amazing, amazing. Coming up next year for you. Very exciting news um, to come. Uh, so, yes, right. Who got two? Three? Four? Yeah. Tori and Dom both got four. And Lucinda got four. I got four and a half. Well, we got... Four and a half. Oh, it depends. Are we counting that Die Hard one or not? You can count the Die Hard one. I was only I, I'm going to play 4.5 then. So four and a <laughs> half. It feels like I've won anyway. So you all yeah, got four, four and, and a half. half. <laughs> okay. Who got, I didn't do the who got five? Thing. Which Die Hard thing? The first question? No, the, the one, the one just now. Die Hard one, yeah. <laughs> you can't have that. It's Die Hard 2. It's Die Hard 2 was the answer, wasn't it? I'm confused. All right. So who got five? Who's left? Me, Lucinda and Toby, right? Okay. No, I've got four and a half. Oh, so it's just me, Toby, and Phil. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Who got five? Toby. I got five. I got Toby five. got five between me and Phil. Yes. Okay. Who got six? Yeah. I got six and a half. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 I win my own sweet. <laughs> no one else wants it anyway. Oh, <laughs> this has been brilliant fun. Thank you all so much. Uh, really pleasure. Uh, so. If you want to go out there and make your indie film, what should they do? Anyone want to throw in the end? Get in the elevator. Press all the buttons. <laughs> if you want to do an indie film, get into an elevator. That's wrong on so many levels. I'm going to say it because Tobias cut it out last time, but you should get in the, the elevator with a horse like Arnold Schwarzenegger from True Lies. Yeah. Yes, and then what? And then fire off the enemy with a rocket launcher at the end. And then drop it to the bottom and let all the blood come out of it from The Shining, right? Exactly. Oh, oh, very beautiful. Uh, listen, thank you everyone so much, hosts. Uh, Andrew Roger, thank you. Thank you, Giles Alderson. Thank you, Dom Lenoir. Thank you very much. Thank you, Giles. Tobias Vies, thank you. Thank you, Charles. And, and thank you for cutting Why out. Why are we saying thanks to Giles? Shouldn't we say thanks to everyone? Yeah, but I like it. It's nice. But <laughs> to, to, Tobias, thank you for cutting out all the shit bits of this episode that you listeners haven't heard. Uh, thank you, Phil Hawkins. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Matthew Butler-Hart. <laughs> no thanks from Phil. He's like, fuck you, Giles, thanks. you won. <laughs> <laughs> a half Phil, point. Phil came second Thanks again. Thanks, and everyone. Yes. Thank you, Matt. Oh, commiserations. Uh, Lucinda Rhodes-Stakra. Thank you, everyone. One and all. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Tori Bella. Thank you very much, Giles. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful Woo-hoo! Christmas. Yay! Go out there, make it in the films. Make 2022 your year. Make shit happen. And if you're lucky enough to rise up and do well, it is your duty to... Send the elevator We'll see you all next year. Have a lovely one. Love you all. No elevators were harmed in the making of this production. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.